Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I try to see how many BuzzFeed quizzes I can take while recording the podcast uh, without Sean noticing. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Uh, Rem, I really hope you're not doing that. <laughs> I really hope you're not. because I have. Of course not. I have no way of noticing. Uh... <laughs> of course not, Sean. That would be ridiculous. Oh, God damn it, Remington. Okay, right. My record is three. <laughs> is that a joke or a factual statement? Well, it explained, I'll never tell. It, it explained the decline in quality recently. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, recently, he says. <laughs> <laughs> but, Rem, I have something a bit different from the last couple of weeks for you, because I figured you'd appreciate it. Uh, just tell me it's not an isekai. It's Can not an isekai. Thank God. It is not an isekai. It's pretty far from an isekai. It's about adult office workers. Off to a good fucking start! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Rem, I'm gonna be honest with you, this one is a super easy one to explain. <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh, because, you know, hey, we needed a nice easy one, and I wanted to give you something that people highly requested and think that you'll genuinely enjoy. And I'm being honest oh, this time, Rem. I'm being f- straight up with you. Uh, because we've gotten requests for this one constantly over the years, and I've avoided showing it to you because, let's face it, uh, some of the humor you're not gonna get. <laughs> okay, so it's weeby. Oh, 100%. 100%. It is, it is, quite frankly, I think it's a wonderful little romance anime, and I heavily enjoy it. You might be able to find some niche problems that I never notice it and ruin it forever for me. I mean, that's usually what you do with things I like. Hey, that's what I'm here for. But... Generally speaking, the usual consensus for this is, hey, this is a romance story about adults and they're nerds, but it's not a cringeworthy mess of a show. And it's actually kind of interesting and the characters actually talk about their feelings and issues. I refuse to become optimistic. (laughs) I've broken your spirit the last couple of weeks, Rem. We saw how it went last week and even, all right, two weeks ago, I'm like, okay, I won't let it break me. It breaks me. Uh, the, the next week, last week, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, actually, that sounds pretty neat. Disappointed. This, this week, I'm saying, fuck it, in fact, it's gonna be bad, it's gonna be terrible, and maybe, if I just go in with rock-bottom expectations, maybe I can just feel pleasantly surprised for once in my goddamn life. Well, hey, Rem, that's what most people are hoping you'll have with this. And I figured after five and a half years, you'll have enough of the lexicon to recognize most of the references made. There are going to be a few here and there that just straight up won't make sense, and there'll be some jokes that probably won't land for you, but that's just, unfortunately, the nature of referential comedy. If it's not your genre of choice, it's not going to land nearly as well. Uh, But by by the majority of people, this is a very solid representation of nerdy culture mixed with romance mixed with uh, realistic expectations. Uh, The anime we're going to be talking about today... um, uh, is simply called uh, Toku ni Koiwa Muzakashi, uh, or simply titled uh, Otakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku. Oh, geez. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's a Sean Rollins biopic. Okay, listen here. Listen here, sir. I mean, I'm proud of you. I just don't know if I want to watch it. <laughs> You've seen every relationship I've been in, Rem. You've dated one of my exes before. <laughs> it's true. So let's be real. That ex, Dylan Kreider. <laughs> ah, if only I was so lucky. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll maintain Dylan, excellent partner. I feel like be. He's already an excellent housewife. <laughs> good, good save, good save. Dylan, excellent partner. Hi- hypothetically, hypothetically, the- yeah, the- yeah, theoretically, no, we we've never done anything together. That's for certain. Uh, <laughs> they were roommates. <laughs> they were. Oh my god, they were roommates. Uh, we should do something for his birthday sometime. That'd be nice. Uh, I'll do something for his birthday. All right. Oh my god. All righty. 
Moving on. Uh, the basic premise is pretty straightforward, Rem. It's about our, uh, well, four main characters, more or less. Uh, and let's see. Da, 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 da. Yep, it's about our primarily two main characters, but there are two other characters that get introduced and are basically the other main characters. Uh, it's about uh, Nifuji Hirotaka and Momose Narumi. And uh, they uh, were friends back in the day, back in high school, and they just happened to meet up with each other uh, at their new office gig. And they go out to a bar, they play some Monster Hunter together, and uh, out of nowhere, uh, one of them's like, well, hey, why don't we start why try dating? Just out of the blue. And they agree, and they just start a relationship. And All right. the story is just about them being nerds in their relationship and trying to figure out how to be in a relationship and uh, things of that nature. Along with okay. their, along with their uh, co-workers who are also in a relationship with each other. Uh, which, by the way, uh, as a general rule, don't date your co-workers. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there are exceptions to the rule, aren't there, Remington? There are! Uh, what Sean is referencing is the fact that at the haunted house that we work at seasonally, uh, I, the, my, my current girlfriend uh, that I've, I've been with for, for years, we, we met at the haunted house, and, and it's great. It's a lovely relationship. Um, if you look back at any like, the previous... <laughs> yeah, if you look back any, any farther, then there are far too many from that same workplace that um, didn't turn out as well, we will simply say. Yeah. Those are, that's some complicated shit right there. Uh, and I was like, oh, all right, I'm done dating haunted house girls. Uh, and my girlfriend uh, approached me and was like, hey, I like you. And I was like, well, let's give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> she got her little hobbit hands deep into your skull. <laughs> I don't like this description at all. I mean, uh, she, she is basically a halfling, Rem. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, With how man. much she loves food and sleeping, like, come on. But we're not talking about my love life. We're talking about your love life. Okay, listen here. Uh, and yeah, that's just the basic premise of the show. It's a little slice of life thing with uh, some people figuring out their relationship, two people that are already in a long-term relationship and bicker from time to time, but still uh, seem to care about each other. And It sounds know. straightforward enough, which very much means that it needs to be competently done. <laughs> yes. And like I said, for most of the people I've talked to about the show, and myself included, people generally seem to enjoy and like it. Is it a perfect show by any means? No. But does it do, like, the otaku romance thing as adults pretty solidly? Most people seem to say yes. Are there the occasional little random toxic elements here and there? I mean, of course there are. What relationship doesn't have those? But, like, you know, it. I, well, generally speaking, most people seem to think it's a a solid show and i mean i've had it in my back pocket since we started the podcast because this came out back in 2018 so oh my god yeah uh so i think now's the best time to go straight to it so any all questions right. Ren? N nope let's go baby all right let's go straight into it let's go watch some otakoi uh and that's otakoi with a w at the front Ren. the w is science what yeah tokoi And we are back after watching three whole episodes of Otakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku. And Remington, is it just the perfect example of nerdy romance, or did you find some deep-seated insecurities that are going to make people dislike this anime, even though by all general consensus, it's a pretty solid little fun show? Well, you know, hey, let's figure that out ourselves, shall we? Oh, that's a yes. Uh... <laughs> that's a yes. <laughs> I look. I everybody will leave angry here. It'll be fine. It's gonna be fine. Oh, I see. I see. I All right. see. <laughs> this show has a lot of really, really good moments. Okay. And then some less good ones. Hmm. I see. <laughs> uh, let let let's delve into it, shall we? Uh, we open up by meeting. All right. I. God damn it. Anytime it's a business setting, they frequently use both first and last names, and then my reviewing ass doesn't know which one I should be using because you can use whichever if it makes you feel better. No, but like when when the community is talking about this anime, right? Right. What names do they use? I mean, pretty interchangeable. Listen here, fucko. A lot of people like to refer to as the dude as Nifuji. A lot of uh, people like to refer to the girl as Narumi. All right, cool. And thus so shall I. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Narumi... There are some people who call him Hirotaka. God damn it. <laughs> uh, here, I'll do Narumi and Hirotaka, just split the difference. <laughs> Alright, there you go. Uh, Given names. So, Narumi, 
Uh, she she showed she late to well, almost late to work because her alarm doesn't go off. Uh, we learn that she is surprise surprise an otaku. She she meets her boss, and then as she's touring the office, she recognizes Hirotaka and is like, "Oh my god, we know each other. That's wild." And now we work in the same spot. Uh, and is like, "Oh, but he knows of my embarrassing secret past." Uh, and Hirotaka is like, "Hey, uh, anime nonsense bullshit." And she's she's horribly embarrassed. Which, all right, let's 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 begin. Let's begin the critiques. All right, it is refreshing that Hirotaka. Does not give a shit. Like, he is an out-and-out nerd. He's totally fine with it. He, he doesn't really care. Um, which, yeah, very rational, reasonable response. Meanwhile, Narumi is like, oh my god, nobody can ever figure out I'm a nerd, because then I'll be ruined. And, first of all, no one cares. Uh, does, some people really do care in Japanese culture, Ram. <laughs> Motherfucker, so, when when every other anime is all about, oh, otaku discrimination, oh, we have it so tough because we watch cartoons. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I don't believe you. Oh, okay. You might get teased sometimes. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. You know, you know what'll make me, me tease you? It won't just be for for liking nerdy shit. All right, it'll be showing up and being like, yeah, these normies wouldn't understand. I can't let the normies know that I like these kinds of things. No, then I will, I will mock you mercilessly because that, that behavior is the cringe shit. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's so annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying. And it's also just wildly uninteresting because once again, we've, been here a million goddamn times. We've been here so often. Here's the thing, she's like, oh, it'd be horribly embarrassing. And then fucking everybody there is, is is an otaku. Everybody is a nerd in some respect. And only one other person like kinda tries to hide it, and only then he, he's only trying to hide like the porn stuff. Like it's just... I mean if it makes it feel better, that's a plot point that doesn't exist for like the rest of the series. So. Good, it shouldn't have existed in the first place, if I'm being honest. I mean, you know, it's a culture thing, Rem. Lot, there's a lot of toxicity from the conservative side of Japanese culture, and uh, it's gotten a lot better over recent years, and I mean, this, uh, this was right around the time where, obviously, it was becoming more common, hence the whole premise of the setting and the characters involved. But it's just very much like a remnant of past, complications of the uh of the lifestyle sure but even like take an american example we were inundated with show after show with like every other show being about how oh having uh a unnatural hair color and a tattoo in the workplace is wildly unacceptable they have to hide it. oh my god if it's ever revealed they'll be in shambles whoopsie uh, like, it's just, no one cares as much as you think they do even if it's of general taboo right even if it's slightly looked down on, no, it's just not as big of a deal as it's ever presented at all. It's just so frustrating that it continues to happen. And most of like, what's really nice is when the show does just treat it casually and nonchalantly. And it's just like, yeah, this is where we're at. And I'm like, cool. I mean, that's what it does for the majority of the show. Then why does it enough. start so basic and so cliche and so bad? It's like, this is your opening, motherfucker. You're here to show how you distinguish yourself. Instead, you're like, oh, no, we're actually just like everything else. That's not how you do it. Like, <laughs> accepting on face value. Okay, it gets better on the, on that level, right? In that regard. It is nonetheless a significant misstep not to start out that way. Especially when, like, what distinguishes this from many other shows of, of a similar genre are its moments of, like, adult maturity, right? So the fact that it feels the need to be real high school bullshit sometimes... That's frustrating to me, and we'll get into more examples, unfortunately. So, at the workplace, there's four main characters, right? We we got, I'm just going to call her Hannah, because I can't yep. remember the, the the rest, but Hannah, she's the female Koyanagi. kind of boss. Um, yeah, Hanako Koyanagi is her full name. Cool, but, you know, I'll, I'll say just Hannah, because technically they refer to her that at least once in terms of cosplay, <laughs> but I'll take it. It simplifies my job. 
Because <laughs> you suck with names. It's, oh, God, it's true. Uh, Not just Japanese names, like names in general. Yes! <laughs> like, this isn't, this isn't like him being, like, culturally blind. This is him just being name blind. Yeah, I'm, I'm horrible with names. And so, when you throw a bunch of first and last names in a different language that I don't speak, like, I don't have a chance, dude. So I mean, I don't have any issues with it. Yeah, well, yeah, you you've been a weeb your entire life. It's it's that's fine. <laughs> Not my entire life. <laughs> it's out of the womb. Out of the womb. <laughs> <laughs> I I had the first pirated copy of Evangelion <laughs> fresh out of the womb. Uh, so uh, Hannah, as as we will learn, is also nerd. She's sort of like the more female manager ish type person, mm-hmm. uh, in, in a similar position but with more authority. And then on the male side, we have uh, Kabakura. Uh, I don't remember what his other name is, so we'll just go Kabakura, and hopefully that's... Uh, Taro. Well, fuck a Taro. I have Kabakura written down. No, it's it's just Taro. 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 You know? Like like the like the part of ramen. Oh, okay. Taro. No, that's Tare. That's Tare. God Excuse damn me. it, Sean. What an amateur. <laughs> what a rookie. <laughs> what a fool. What a fool I am. I might just be hungry while recording a podcast again. Like, that's probably the issue. Uh, he, he's... Uh, just the male equivalent, similar role, somewhat seniority. Uh, he's also a nerd. Uh, he's a little embarrassed about like the the like lolly inappropriate stuff, but other than that, he's he, he he's not like as deeply enmeshed in the culture, but he's he's there. And in the first episode, we just have largely we have our two main protagonists, right, Narumi and Hirotaka, uh, uh, meeting up, talking to each other all about. Mostly Narumi's love life and whatnot. Narumi is a little bit of a jackass, uh, repeatedly, uh, being like, oh, you're, you fucking gross nerd, son of a bitch. And it's like, he did nothing. He's just vibing. He is just <laughs> doing his own goddamn thing. The only, like, otaku discrimination we see is blatant projection from Narumi. Like, that's it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And, like, it's it's not even, like, a little bit teasing. Like, she is a full-on asshole. Which, like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> wildly, wildly unnecessary. Uh, uh, but they, they hang out a few more times. And eventually, and I really liked how this episode ended. Because they're, they're walking home. And Hirotaka's like, hey, what about me? And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, to, like, be your boyfriend, obviously. We we game together. I'm a pretty solid guy. I think it would work well. And she's like, you know what? Fuck it. Sounds good. And I was like, okay, there we go. A nice, simple, mature conversation. I wrote down, thank goodness, there was no, like, nervous bullshit where she would, like, show up and be like, oh, my God, he actually likes me. Oh, no, what do I do, right? I wrote that down at the end of episode one. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Keep in mind the relief I felt. And how strong of a creative decision I thought it was to not have this will-they-won't-they bullshit for even a moment that it was just straightforward and mature. Episode 2. Oh, dear. (laughs) Narumi is avoiding Hirotaka like the plague because she's so wildly embarrassed that they're dating now. Oh, my God. No! No! They're doing the dumb high school thing. They're supposed to be mature adults. They were mature adults. They handled it. Don't don't be acting this way in the goddamn workplace. You fucking freak. What the hell? Let me tell you how disappointed I was after writing that note to immediately have that spit in my face. It it didn't feel good, Sean. Didn't feel no. good. Because um, unfortunately, and also like once again, she's just being an asshole to Hirotaka. Like, they play, oh, she's just a little nervous. Like, in a fucked up way, at one point, she's like, so her and Nirotaka are dating now, right? They're a thing now. And at one point, in the workplace, to Hannah, she's, Narumi is just like, oh, to be honest, uh, Kabakura is more my type, so, you know. And Kabakura and Hirotaka, the two guys, they, they, they end up listening in and hearing that. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. And... There's a moment where she's like, whoopsie, my bad. But, like, it's never really addressed. It's just like, ah, you know, she's nervous. And it's like, what? Like, that's fucked up. That is fucked up. (laughs) And the show is not addressing that Narumi, not just a socially awkward nerd, but is an asshole. Every other character, pretty solid. 
Narumi? Jesus fucking Christ, man. I I don't here, keep the three characters, replace Narumi with someone else. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like just replace her wholesale, and I think you get a better show. Keep a lot of the similar qualities, right? Like you're casting for the same part, but but you need someone else to fill the role. <laughs> My god. I mean, am I wrong? Is is she not demonstrated multiple times to be an asshole? I mean, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah! And it's not like, you, you might think, oh, and then we, like, learn from it. Kind of. Kind of. Mostly by ignoring it and then saying, oh, won't do it again, don't worry about it. And it's like, oh, is that how we learn lessons? <laughs> by sort of glossing over them and just saying, don't worry about it? Because <laughs> I feel... I mean... I feel like that's a bad way to handle that. Like, if if someone... Like, all right, Sean. Okay. If I show up and I stab you, right? <laughs> a little extreme, but okay. <laughs> a little extreme, certainly, certainly. I show up, I'm like, hey, good to see you, Sean. And then I shank you. Um, you, you, you would rightfully feel, first of all, in a lot of pain, but second of all, angry and upset at me. And then, if we have a little talk, right? No, I just say, was a little bit nervous, won't happen again. I, I imagine you will not feel like that is adequate. No. <laughs> In fact, I imagine that if I tried to just do that, you would think less of me. You would think this motherfucker, that's all that he's got after after stabbing me, and you would be, you would be uh, correct to feel that way. God, this feels like... like It's been a while since I've had this feeling, Rem. <laughs> this feeling of... Man, the the big stands of this show are going to be upset at me for only showing you three episodes of this. Uh... Once again, I'm sure it gets better because I'm sure that Narumi gets less high school bullshitty. Oh yeah, 100%. But like, why did... And in fact, uh, uh, Hirotaka fires back at her quite a few times as well, and it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I just... I'm like, Homeboy deserves better than her. <laughs> <laughs> she gets better, it's fine. She's just a bit of a freak. Well, but... <laughs> Why does she have to start out so unsympathetic and bad? Why can't it be like, oh yeah, she's socially awkward and makes some mistakes, but you can tell her heart's in the right place. Right now, I cannot tell her heart is in the right place. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I feel like she's okay. She's nowhere near as bad as some of the other characters we've seen. Well, that, I mean, first of all, that's very true. But second of all, of course you're going to say that. You would love it if a cute girl abused you. You would love hey, it if a cute hey, girl... listen. That's one of listen, your dreams. Uh, listen, uh, that is not what I am saying. <laughs> you, would ex you would excuse a lot if an anime girl showed up, talked some shit with expressed interest. You'd be like, well, okay. It doesn't have to be an anime girl, <laughs> Any cute girl. 2D or 3D, uh, either one would work. It's fine. A little bit of, you know, look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that if some abuse is going to be hurled my way and not like serious abuse, like at worst, the level of Narumi, I would fire back and it would be fine and I would enjoy myself. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. You just repeated what I said, but in different words. Uh, so... <laughs> Once again, this show does have great moments where it's mature, casual, nonchalant, authentic, and endearing. Like, for example, I think that Hannah and Kabakura, they're they're together, right? And yep. they have uh, a like fun adversarial relationship because like they're both in on the joke, right? They're both they're both mm -hmm. on the level. So it's like, oh, it may look like they're treating each other shittily, but like that's just banter because it's it's consensual shittiness. It's yeah. like the, they're on the exact same level. So yeah, that's just, that works for yeah. them. And, yeah. and then they also just have like some very delightfully like underperformed, just calm, simple, great moments of chemistry together. It's like, fuck yeah, there we go. Yeah. I was originally going to show you four episodes of this, but eh, time-wise, I figured three episodes would be enough to get you the vibe. But you find out in like the episode four that uh, they are actually high school sweethearts, believe it or not. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, I can accept that. Yeah. And uh, they have, that fourth episode kind of centers around a little fight that they have with each other and then making up in the end. And, you know, they are, it's very much the dynamic of two grown-up soft tsundere's biting each other's heads off, but do love and appreciate each other very dearly. Yeah, and they both, like, have moments of immaturity in a very, like, low stakes, like, okay, yeah, that helps add to their character. But deep down, yeah, I, I trust that they're 
reasonable and give a shit about each other. Uh, I mean, their first interaction is telling each other to go the fuck home. And it's like, all right, so, so if, if we have characters that can be that well-written, then what the fuck happened to Narumi? And I don't have the answer for that. One other thing I have to address, uh, obviously a very nerdy show, and it usually works. Sometimes, however, it goes full Big Bang Theory. And that, <laughs> it has moments where it's properly cringy, right? I, I don't know if, if you, uh, let, let's see, there's, there's a, a famous, a, a famous comic, right? Uh, okay. where, where it was like two nerds getting married and it has like all things considered pretty cringy dialogue. Uh, what was it? It's not Penny Arcade. It's like other one. Oh God. Ugh. Um, bring up Penny Arcade and I cringe inside. Bad. Okay. Here, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, no, I got you. I got you. I got you. So sometimes it delves into the territory where it ends up sounding kind of like it was, it was control alt delete. Ah, fuck, fuck that comic. Fuck that comic. And, and in one titled Her Vows, it talks about uh, life dropped an epic husband, the rarest of its loot table, and I was lucky enough to win the need role. And it's like, all right, hey, don't, hey, don't get me wrong. If that was like your style, if, if, if this is like your wedding, go for it. All right, that's totally cool. As an outside observer, it, it's kind of try hard, cringy, right? It's, you, also, you also described one of the worst comics ever. Isn't that the one that fucking loss is from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God damn uh, it. But, fucking but yeah, so, sometimes it gets series. into, and I compare it to Big Bang Theory, where it's just like, hot nerd reference. Like, sometimes it does it well, and I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I would say it's, I'm, I'm going to say it's about 50-50. It's pretty split down the middle, whether it's like, okay, yeah, be, these characters are nerds, it makes sense. Uh, and other times where it's like, oh God, stop, please stop. Uh, at one point, Hirotaki says lol and that's rough <laughs> the show has high highs and low lows it's it's very odd if uh, assuming assuming and then like episode three is just they go to a convention together and then hang out at hirotaka's house but uh, assuming it gets better i think it will become something that i i would like because it has a lot of potential has a lot of promise right now it's just horrendously inconsistent is a, a horribly inconsistent start where you have, once again, moments of just authenticity and maturity in human relationships, which I adore, while at the same time not sapping out some of the less mature elements that still, that are secondary element to them, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, other times, it's, it's just kind of awful, and it's like the bullshit we've been seeing on this podcast for five years, and I'm like, why, oh god, why? If if it just can hit those good moments more consistently, and ideally eliminate the cringe as fuck, uh, if it can just wipe those out. Yeah, this might come as a shock to you, Rem. I didn't notice the cringe lines as much as you did. But, you know, I, yes. Uh, to that, I would lovingly say, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed a couple of them, but like I, I was like, "What fifty-fifty? That doesn't seem right. That that seems a little high." <laughs> no, I'd say it's around because once again, some are supernatural and they just flow, right? Other ones are just a big billboard for being like, "Hey guys, look at this nerd ref. This is a game, guys." It's like, oh, fuck, oh no, and it's like, oh, did that add to anything? No, but was was it a reference that those those nerdy fuckers will get? Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, sure. Well, I mean, you got me in a box, man. What am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> like I at least this is this is one of the few though where like when you tell me oh it gets better, like I believe you cuz yeah. despite having some some low lows, I don't view this show as irredeemable, right? Right. Uh it, it seems it seems especially with those high highs and with those being the thing that distinguish it more than anything else it's like okay i think that perhaps they had fallen into a trap of trying to be like marketable right um mm -hmm. and and being so enmeshed in a culture where the the manga and anime everywhere else has a very specific style of storytelling where you're trying to differentiate yourself from that you may still end up falling into a few traps early on before you you're able to fully break away just because of like cultural inertia uh, so I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. I, I, it's one of the few that I hear like, oh, it gets better. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. 
Where some, it's like, oh, it gets better. And I'm like, there's no, f- fuck you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so deep in the hole. You telling me it would get better is telling me it beca- it's a different show, right? It's like, <laughs> this one, it's like, yes, it can remain the same show and get better. That is believable to me. Yeah. I, I will tell you, <laughs> just to, uh, just to give you a little background on the uh, creator of this. Funnily enough, this was originally a web manga adaptation. And as far as web manga adaptations go, I think it's a pretty solid one. But the hilarious thing is that the author and artist for this, uh, this is like their one big mainstream thing. Care to take a guess at what they're known for otherwise? Should I be worried? I mean, not worried. I mean, it's just a different form of artisticness, but a lot of stuff will make sense once I tell you this. Okay. They are particularly known for a large variety of yaoi manga. Oh yeah, one million percent. Yeah, there's. Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, that that that's a very prominent. Frankly, like I, I didn't discuss it like too in depth, but that is a huge motif in the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't know a whole lot about the author. They're pretty. They're pretty private, all things considered. But when ninety percent of their works are yaoi featuring handsome dudes wearing glasses, uh, just does kind of show a little bit of uh. Uh, what their uh, flavors and tastes are, which goes to show that hey, they can, they do have range. It's just that the their most successful work outside of the niche genre is, you know, has some of the coloring, if you will, for a Jose <laughs> yeah, manga. Yeah. But all in all, Rem. So while all the tropes and that you hated, you really hated overall, the stuff that you liked showed a lot of promise. That's probably the best review I think we can get out of you for this nerdy ass. Yeah, show. right. Right now, I would end up. Probably around like a 5.5 to a 6 at this stage with the assumption right. that it would get a higher rating further on. Okay. Yeah, no. I mean, hey, that's that's about as much as I could have hoped for. And let me just tell you, references get more niche as the story goes on. See, and I'm fine <laughs> with references, all right? The references are fine. Just, I mean, hey, look at fucking Umaru-chan. I, I really enjoyed that. That was fucking Reference City, all right? Uh, but yep. but there's a difference between like uh here here's this either like creative or very natural Im- implementation of this nerdy thing right which once again there were still quite a few within the show uh and being like hey gamers in the audience we know what this popular game is it's like okay cool insert Big Bang Theory laugh track I guess like what do you want from me <laughs> yeah I mean. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, in the web manga, they just directly name actual properties, but you can't really do that with a fully licensed, you know, anime. And oh, I mean, because, they, they know, also did. I mean, they blatantly said Pokemon. Oh, did oh they? yeah. That they must have done. Yeah. Because like sometimes sometimes they can get away with it. And sometimes it's like, man, we're going to play this monster hunting video game called Mon. They Hun. also said Mario Kart. Ah, uh, this is one of the ones that gets to say Mario. Yeah, this Kart. one was blatant. This of- one, which once again, I'm I'm fine, and I'm fine with references and stuff like that. I'm like, fuck yeah, okay, I got you. It's just when you're putting it on a billboard and saying ah, that that you lose me. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, I think that's about as much as we can go for. Uh, one other question I should ask you, Ram. Uh, did you know that we nearly covered this anime on the podcast once before? <laughs> oh, did we? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was one of our choice episodes. Okay, okay. Back in the day. Way back when. Way back when. <laughs> Can't remember exactly what ish, what episode we did this in, uh, but at one point, like, I gave you a list of, like, three things to cover, and you chose one of the ones that does essentially, I don't think you were super thrilled with, but I will. That's right, that's right. It was back between choosing between your line april versus this episode okay so, yeah 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 and you ended up choosing your line april i think this was one of the ones i tricked you and if i'm not mistaken yeah sounds about right yeah that's right yep that's right yeah i was essentially going to show you five episodes of this anime or ha- force you to finish um your line april and uh the option you chose ended up with you forcing yourself to finish your line april so you never had to see it again and uh, <laughs> you were very upset that episode if i recall correctly but amazingly, got us a lot of requests to do this anime as well, since, you know, kind of, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, prevented them from getting your thoughts on it previously? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a word for that, but I, I don't know if it's appropriate for a podcasting environment. Uh, no words are. In fact, I think we should go, go the silent podcasting route like they did in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
that's Robinson for you. All he sees Oppenheimer once and longs for the 40s. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Rem, hopefully this will be what people wanted in terms of this. And it's a nice and easy, straightforward one, Rem. Like, compared to some of the stuff you've had to watch recently, I feel like I was doing you a favor with this Oh, one. certainly. Compared to the bullshit you've been inflicting on me, I will certainly take this ten times out of ten. <laughs> a, a show that has some really good moments, but it is also flawed? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> that's, like, that's like your favorite, isn't it? Yeah. You know, considering... God, what did I show you last week? Was it Gate? Oh, God, it was oh. Gate, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Gate. And then before that, it was Ari Ferretta. Then it was the Masterful Cat. Yeah, no, I did some nasty things to you, didn't I, recently? Yeah. Hilariously, I also got a couple emails recently being like, hey, what did Rem do? <laughs> <laughs> Which, it, you know, fair. <laughs> like, yep. Looking at that lineup, it's like, you know... It does seem like I was that upset at him for something yeah, I, based I, on the four shows I showed him. I certainly felt that way. Uh, but, uh, you know. Uh, but hey, I mean, like two weeks before I started showing you that garbage, you got to watch the uh, the one lovely uh, romance with Dylan being upset, uh, with Dylan essentially being the main character. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just want to be with the actual Dylan. <laughs> you know, we all do. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> Like I, like I said, we'll kidnap. You can kidnap him anytime you like. Uh, but for right now, I think we should wrap things up. So, Rem, if you had to guess, what do you think the Mal score for Odakoi is? Ooh, I, I think it's going to be exceedingly high. Okay. I, I really don't see. I guess. Okay. What would the Weeps possibly find to be disappointed in? Um, I think that like the basically the inverse of me. Like it's not basic and high schooly enough. Um, which I think, <laughs> okay, I think some could get upset at that, where they're like, what, do "We uh, need more bullshit drama for no reason and more immaturity." Not, to, yeah, not to sway your sway your opinion, but the majority of people that I've talked to about this or have seen review it prefer the more mature stuff to the certainly. No, I I think the majority will. I'm just looking at anything to that might bring it down. I see. I see. Um, and I think that. Yeah, but even with that said, I I'm going to say got to be high. It's got to be eight point. Now it becomes difficult at this point. Okay. The like going above eight, and then it's like, all right, how much <laughs> malpolitik will be involved? I will say eight point one nine. Eight point. Yeah, quite high. Quite high. Uh, does it change your thought process at all if I mention, remind you that this came out in 2018, which is also when we started the podcast, uh, but also is widely considered to be one of the best years in recent times for anime, at least one of the best years uh, in the like 2010s decades? I don't know whether that would increase or decrease because it could be, oh, a bunch of this good shit out, so it like somewhat ended up a uh, lot of averages down a little bit in comparison, or whether it's like, mm -hmm. oh, everything in that era gets a boost. I could see an argument for either, and so... You're just gonna stay where I'll, you are? I'll stick to where I am, uh, though, you know, fuck, we'll say 8.23, alright? We'll, we'll make an unjustified increase for little to no reason. Okay, well, Rem, uh, Wotaku ni Koiwa Muzakashi is, has a whopping 500,000 ratings on it. Okay. Uh, yep, and is sitting nice and pretty at 7.94. Okay, okay, okay. Bit lower, bit lower yep. than anticipated. So, generally speaking, everybody who watched this really enjoyed yeah. it. And it had a significantly lower amount of people just immediately dropping it into the 10 out of 10 slot. Like, 10% of the votes were 10 out of 10, whereas the vast majority of votes were for, like, 8 and 7 out of 10. Yeah. So, genuinely, it's a more universally liked show than a lot of shows we cover, but a lot... Like, it doesn't have as much of a dynamic fan base, I would say, is probably the way to think of it. Because a lot of people watched the show and really enjoyed it, but not a lot of people were, you know, are blindly giving this a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which happens so goddamn frequently. Yeah, because, like, of the 500,000, 50,000 people gave it 10 out of 10, which is low for Mal. Yeah, yeah, actually. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And the amount of low-rated reviews are pretty fucking minimal. Like, the highest the highest rating below six is two percent of the ratings oh and that's just for a five out of ten so close to what you are god damn so congratulations you're in the bottom two percent hey man we 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 know that it, uh, malice bullshit <laughs> oh yeah no hey 100 percent. 
It just happens to be great for the format of our podcast. It's true, it's true. And it is a universal location. People can look at it, and we can talk about it, and we can debate the weeds. There are easy access reviews I can read. And it's it's a great system, and it's worked for fucking years, and I'm going to keep doing it as long as Mal exists. <laughs> gotta gotta pad the runtime somehow. Gotta, gotta give some conflicts. Gotta... Let Rem adjust his barometer to the mindset of the weaves. And Rem, you are very close, I feel like. This is just a bit of a weird case overall in terms of... It's a weird case study. Is what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So I guess the final question I have to ask you, Rem, is there any chance you'd like to watch a little more Otakoi with me? Uh, yeah, I'm not, like, wildly enthused, but I'm interested, I would say. Hell yeah. And who knows, Rem, maybe this will just bring us closer together at, at, in our relationship. You know? <laughs> oh, oh, certainly, certainly. Like, if you had to compare me to a character in this show, which one do you think I would be most like, Rem? Um, I guess the one I've been shit-talking the whole time! <laughs> yeah, had a feeling. I think all the, others, feeling. all the others, they're too suave and cool. <laughs> like they're, they're... So automatically, the least suave person is me. I think you're a bit of a social klutz. Oh, really? And I love you, oh, I love huh. you for that. Okay. <laughs> but the other three characters are very socially competent. Oh, I, I didn't mention mm. one other thing, just one final thing. At okay. one point, they all go to the bookstore together, right? They're, like, gonna go to the bookstore and then go get drinks, right? And it's actually, like, manga, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And after everybody, except for Urtaka, gets manga, because he, he just does his digitally, he's more into games anyway. Yeah. Uh, they're all like, all right, time to go home. And he's like, oh, what about, like, aren't, aren't we gonna go hang out and get drinks and they're like nah gotta go read manga that's another dick move my man hirotaka being mistreated <laughs> yeah 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 know that hey look i would never do that to you Remington. i swear to god if you and i ever ever make plans right we're gonna go have dinner together right and you're like oh let me just stop right. by the weeb shop real quick I, I need to pick up some waifus. And then you pick up some waifus, and then I'm like, all right, perfect, let's go get food. And you're like, oh, actually, I need to go jack off. <laughs> <My waifus. laughs> oh, God. Imagine me blowing you off just... <laughs> That'd be it. That'd be it. <laughs> Relationship done. Oh, Christ. If anything, Ramp, be more like, hey, let's stop at the game store. Oh, hey, look, there's this game. I know we said we were going to go eat, but shouldn't we go home and play this board game first? See, that would be fine, because that's a, that's a communal activity. Yeah, like, that's more likely what's going to happen in our relationship. It's true, it's true. God, we love games. Anyway. Too much. Too much. Alright, so with that in mind, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy Remington just absolutely razzing the nerd culture that we are, me especially, it seems, and please head on over to wherever you get your podcast reviews, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Here's Dead. I keep forgetting about that. Uh, <laughs> Spotify, that's the other one. Go to Spotify. Leave us, they have reviews there now. And like you can leave like little sentence Q&A responses, which, hey, that's neat. That's yeah. cool. Thanks. For, feedback is always lovely. Leave us a review. We love them. We read every single one. They mean the world to us. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash context, where myself, Dylan, and Remington do occasionally play video games very poorly. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash anime out of context, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including being thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? Well, as always, I would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are... I, I was going to go a specific route, but I, I had to pivot last minute. Yeah, too, too, too risque, too blue for their podcast? A little bit, a little bit. Uh, who? It's rare for you to have that kind of restraint, so I I appreciate it. Are berating us for being the gross nerds we are, even though they're still attracted. And on that list, we have my name is first now bitch. Oops, sorry, I was just overly excited. You're not a bitch. Please don't hurt me. Drunk Quetzalcoatl, friend may out of context. Mascot says Miska, earnestly expecting praise and a reward. Really, Sekai isn't that exciting. Every time Miska gets reincarnated, she's still Miska. Grumbles Miska. Zombie Stomp, Xanax, Zayden, Zach Page, Yandre Neko. Zax, Why Sean, Why Sean, Weekly Haiku About Papa Sean, The MILFs Are Hunted, Soon They Will Be Extinct, Sean Will Be Blamed. Watch Eva and Al um, write a poem. That's just genocide. That's pretty fucked That's just pretty genocide. Pretty fucked up, Sean. Watch Eva and I'll write a poem every day for a month. Walk me home gently. Utah number one, Unhinged Cracks. Um, before I continue reading, Sean, what is freezing and have you seen it? What? I don't... Is that something you understand? Uh, it is. No comment. All right, cool. Weird hentai bullshit. Truck and appreciation. It's not hentai, technically. 
<laughs> uh, to totally God's Angel, Titan CNH. Thou's the guy whom's be changing his title each fortnight. The Andre is pissed you have her puppy, Rem. You and your party have to embrace the MILFs to keep her at bay. What, what puppy do I have? What? The villain. I don't know, man. <laughs> the, I don't know. Feeling behind glasses wants to welcome G to say revisit. The Susanator, the Capybara are having a rough time, so they're crying in the dark rooms this week. Oh my god. The Barbie movie is the top isekai of 2023. I haven't seen it yet, but I believe you from what I've heard. Is it an isekai? I, from my vague understanding, kind of? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks for being the best thing to listen to while working out y'all's mostly agreeable takes. Track me just enough. Turban, tattooed weeb, Swedish weeb, super zoo, snaky pie, silent secondary, shoujo addict who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean's grandma's the OG white swordsmeister, get well soon. Sean is isekai to a world where everyone looks like Adam Sandler. Seth Senjoy, Seth Senju, Sugoi Dakai, that's what she said. Ross Palmer, Rhiannon Williams. Rem uses the drums of liberation to free all weebs from bad anime. Rem loves the big hole. Rem doesn't completely hate my favorite shows. Raguko Shinju Review, Copium. Professor Fox. Pro tips out of context, if your tires aren't as bald as you like your eagles, then you are not a true great American. My Christ, Paco don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Pockwell Musico, other McNutt. Oh no, I fucked my sister. Oops. Nitsaira, nice legs, Daisy Dukes, makes mango, do do do. Maya Town, Mr. Peanut Butter S'more, equal parts Bailey S'more, screwball vodka, whole milk. Makeka 7 Hierto, macaroni uchiha. I love AOT <laughs> and like the pod after six uh, months of focused listening. Link Jokerl, lick my ass and call me Mikasa. Liam Dunn, Landon what? Weatherford, <laughs> Kylo, Karuchia, Cassidy, Just Monica, more like Just Haruhi, Joy Boy's Best Waifu, Jax, Janine, Jam Hands, Jacob Iverson, is it pronounced Kenuff or Enough with silent K? asks Isaka, stretching out a shirt she got two sizes too big. I love Rem's delicious, milky, warm, oishi breast milk. Yum, yum, yummy! I cracked and started watching. <laughs> yeah, that, that took a lot out of you, I feel like. <laughs> Himoto Amaru Chad, hashtag gremlin lifestyle for life. Hunter Tane, Hunter Davies, Hoffner 1962. Hey, don't cough in my butt. Hey, Rem, Portuguese word of the week. Oato de Campa de Sira. Uh, going down on Sean's grandma, Glenn Michael Dolan, George Edward Bottom, aka Bear Trap, aka the one who clenched, aka Lin Manuel Miranda's personal muse, aka fratricide of Auto Top. <laughs> Forget the honey trap, give me the bear trap. Hey, <laughs> two in a row. <laughs> People love George Bottom. Are, are you are you more of a George Bottom guy or an Auto Top kind of guy? Who who did you prefer? Uh what was the switch's name? I forget. Did we ever come up with lore for that one? No, I don't know what you're talking about, Sean. You're making shit up. Nah, I see. Understandable. Uh, hard to say. <laughs> I'll let the people decide. Because, um, I mean, there are some people who are like, ah, oh, he's definitely a bottom, but then there'll be people like, ah, oh, but he does need a top. Oh, Sean, I wasn't <laughs> talking about your sexual preferences. Gross. <laughs> Bullshit. Go fuck yourself, sir. Sheep goes ba. Sean's waifu go ara ara. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That is, that is pretty good. I actually do like that quite a uh, bit. Fantide, F-Bomb, Erica McCorkle, Dylan Hayden, Daniel Riot, Daddy Rum, tell me a bedtime story, Cryptid Milf, Creed 13, Country Fried Goth here to remind you that you just lost the game, Cleopatra, the Queen of Egypt, Cheese Monkey, Cat Girls are best girls, so give me them cute little paws. Brockhard for Geodude says, I've fallen to 40k tabletop. Uh, Brandon's grandma pegs my wet little boy hole. Barber, Bob Barker, Isekai into the Beastars universe with scissor hands. Doo 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 doo. Blake Star, Big Blue Bear Boy, Behind the Bastards reference in my Patreon bonus episodes, it's more likely than you think. Anime Out of Context ruined my happy sugar life. Amazing Muffin, Elise Howard, Alabama anime fan with too many peeker stickers on my car. Every day is a driving risk. AJ Tunnels, take my kneecaps or I'll take this Benadryl unsupervised. AJ... Boy, no, <laughs> AJ. hold on. Hold on. <laughs> AJ Honey, A Daze, Aaron Hegland, and Dot. Now we move on. To the boy wizard tier, where everybody will will become a specific kind of otaku. Oh, God, good luck. Have have fun with your Google search history after this. Oh one. yeah, it's already fucked up now. <laughs> Genuinely, the brief moments I do Google something, often for this or some other podcast related thing, it fucks my shit up, dude. It fucks it right up. Uh, I mean, you know, incognito mode is. Uh, right? hey, Sean, fuck you. What does Daddy Rem? I, look, I've got nothing to hide from Daddy Google, and Daddy Google has nothing to hide from me, alright? <laughs> look, if you just want people to see what you've been looking up, just let us know. We can publish your <laughs> let, let, let me ask you, Sean. Me, yep. you, Dylan. Which one of us would be the most reluctant to publish their search history? 
like my actual recorded search history or we'll, 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 we'll say your entire your browser history going back one year one year yeah. oh dear i would say i think i would be most embarrassed personally but i feel like in terms of like ratios of embarrassment i think you would have the most embarrassing because the amount of things you've had to look up that you have absolutely no interest no in. i'm shameless I, I would just be like if you see anything anime related it's the podcast and that unironically would be all the most embarrassing shit uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because quite frankly i feel like dylan is the enigma in this conversation it's true it's true only i mean i've seen i've seen his old laptop so like only one ideas, way to sort but... it out is for him to publish his browser history all right uh, yeah, go right ahead. Anyway, have fun uh, we have what does Daddy Rem say to Ami Sean? You are a weapons otaku. Uh, so you get the katana, I guess. Vincent Calabrese I mean, and it, other weapons. It's yeah, like, guns and whatnot. But like, you're just basically describing the type of nerd. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, Vincent Calabrese train otaku, which I learned is apparently a very popular variety over there, in Japan. Yeah, that, trains are very cool. Uh, oh, I agree. I just didn't think that. It was such a well-defined subgenre of nerdhood over there. I mean, what do you think about they how they have probably one of the most efficient train systems in the world? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, frankly. Maybe if we had more train nerds here in America, it would just be a better place, and we would actually have good uh, public transit systems. If we just had more trains in general, quite frankly. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a feedback loop. It's a feedback like, loop. Yeah, it's feedback uh, the Drew Sire Cheese EP, you get a military. Canadian anime stoner. You get a maid. You're maid, otaku. Roskop, you are a VTuber, otaku. Run to girlfriend, revisit now, or make Rem watch uh, some more sword art online. You are an anime out of context, otaku. Congratulations. Hey, real, real talk though, Rem. What do you, like, based on your limited memory, what would be more painful to you? A rent to girlfriend revisit or an SAO revisit? I... Because you've seen way more of SAO. Rent, what, I'm, what I'm gonna remember? say rent a girlfriend. Because okay. at least with the Sword Art Online revisits, I know how th that that will cut me deeply. But it, it'll also... A Ren's girlfriend might surprise you. Well, the Sword Art Online somehow always surprises me. It always comes up with some yeah. new shit. But at least I will have, like, a subconscious comfort of knowing it'll get a lot of downloads. So... <laughs> like, we're gonna get some of that backburn off of that. It's gonna <laughs> like, be nice. It's like, in the moment, I'll die. But at least I know, like, there's a future reward waiting for me, kind of. So that... Right. I, that the only criteria i would make that choice but i don't want either so <laughs> uh dare to give the, yeah i gave it. uh rare kumiko will continue to be a sad boy until healer girls reviewed also remis tensai you are a vocaloid otaku please donate to help the victims of the maui wildfire wildfires red cross maui strong fund i completely agree and i'm so yeah sorry on the next one on the list you are an anti otaku and you don't deserve that but that is that that's them's the breaks <laughs> them's the breaks uh, <laughs> donate to a good cause help the people who need it because my god they seriously need True. it and enjoy your 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 horny horny anime girls <laughs> uh bl mayor you get the big hole you get uh asokan uh, which are pc otakus really into computers uh never mind i regret everything you get uh reiki joe which is otakus for specifically female history uh, which i i, I kind of don't know what to make of that i don't know whether that's like progressive and rad that's... as hell or a little bit off. I, I like, I don't yeah. know what to make of that. I will, I will view it charitably. Uh, Motogatari is everything that you guys say you want in an anime and an anime this week. Unique. You get, uh, art, just all kinds of art. Uh, my God is overlord review. You get the big hole. Miguel Delion. You are going to get Shonen. Massimo Martelli. You are going to get figurines. Uh, Latino is the founder and first member of Rem's Holy Bean Nermlins, Nermal Gremlins Cult. You are going to get cosplay. Kugor, you are going to get Shoujo. Afka is my mommy. You are going to get Wapanese, which to my understanding is basically just weeb. <laughs> like, it's just... <laughs> it's just... You want to be Japanese, and that's the kind of otaku you are. It was on one of the lists, so I put it on. Caden Kazellis? Yeah, I mean... It is, it is literally just, like, one of the origin terms for yeah. weeb. Uh, Caden yeah. Kazellis, you, uh, manga as a whole. I, Sean Rollins, have sexy dreams where Kirito and, and Remington are cheating on their lovers, Asuna and myself. You're really into idols. Hellorex, you get Yaoi. Dua, you are super into anime. Of course, we all knew that. Crimson Reapers, just because of the scythes, you get, uh, voice actresses. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. 
say that you are uh, very popular. Uh, card for 271, you get robot. I mean, hey. Blood that is blood cells, cool. not the bitch white white ones. You get sexy robot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've moved from Gundam to, to fucking Gundam. Uh, oh no! I was gonna give a legitimate reference, but no, you just you just you just you just you just put some cum in my gun. I don't like that. Uh, let's uh, no, eight over twelve oh one. You are going to get. Dylan Kreider, you're fucking love the guy. Animated Z, can you tell when I'm run out of the list? Uh, is, is it obvious? Animated Z, yeah. uh, you get space. Uh, just uh, fuck yeah. yeah, dude. All Father remembers he has to relearn a card trick for Bonsai and only has 10 weeks left to learn it. Uh, you know, very fittingly, you get magic. Uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, but the card game, not the actual. Uh... <laughs> damn shame, damn shame. Uh, which one do you think carries with it a greater stigma? Magic tricks or Magic the Gathering? Uh, back in the day, it would have been Magic Tricks, but these days, it's definitely Magic the Gathering. I don't know if I agree. I think I might give the exact inverse answers to what you just said. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like... Look, neither one of them are... See, who would I rather date? Who would I rather date? A Magic the Gathering player or a magician? Huh. Oh, I God. might be biased, but magician's hot as hell. Yeah, no, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, I, I like somebody who's got that dexterity. You know <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> that dexterity, that charisma... And who knows, the Magic the Gathering player could be a blue player. Oh, God. He likes those. Uh, next up, we go to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where uh, I will, as Joey Wheeler, give uh, the, the title of a fictional manga, uh, and Sean will give the synopsis, uh, and it'll I'll be Jeez. all about you. Uh, <laughs> My Christ. No, it's great. It's beautiful. Uh, we start with 3.14159, etc., 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 and it's all, it's all Roman numerals. Uh, and you, your life story manga is Snake of the Invincible. It is a Metal Gear spin-off manga that is more leaning towards the comedy side of the spectrum. <laughs> Uh, next up, we got, hold on, guys, I have to bait my bear trap. Shonifer, lay down and relax. Oh, my God. God damn it, Ozzy. Uh, you <laughs> are going to get victory fists. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this one is about uh, somebody who can solve all of his problems with violence, but chooses to use, you know, words and gentle voices instead. <laughs> What truly indicative of their life story if I've ever heard it right? Next up, we got Hermione Pegg's Harry and Ron. Nice and simple misdirection. Interestingly, it's uh, it's uh, an anime all about drag shows. <laughs> Manga all about drag shows, and I'd love it. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, all right. Next up, we get my dear old mom, who gets Nori and Arata and Masaru and Keita and Mitsuru. Oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> it is the first successfully told polycule story in manga. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, we have second to none who is going to get ooh, that church flavor. <laughs> the Remington Chase story. <laughs> the your life story is my life story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can send an email over onto animeoutofcontext at gmail.com or tweet us at animeconpod on uh, Twitter, X. I don't fucking know. We'll see how long. It's Twitter. We're, we're never calling it X. We're never doing that. Look, if Musk keeps dead naming his kids, we're going to dead name his list. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Do, 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 do. She got her little hobbit hands deep into your butt. No, here's the thing about <laughs> MILF, right? If you're getting women for yourself, your eyes cannot be bigger than your penis. Because you think, ah oh, man, I can totally down copious amounts of lady, and then you get it in front of you, and it's like, oh no, I can't down the large amounts of lady. It's way more than I thought it was. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be conservative with how much girls you get. So many times have a milf been wasted because people were like, I want everything.
I was messaging her uh, a tasteful dick pic. It was tasteful. Did I say it was tasteful? I want to emphasize it was tasteful. I don't think there's anything tasteful about a dick pic. We're not doing anime this week. Instead, we are actually just oiling ourselves up and wrestling. <laughs> because what I'm really there for is just the topic. <laughs> I, I'm just a topic slut. Like, unironically, I would say about 50% of my they, is topic. My god. It's just called Smurf flavor. I show up, I'm like, hey, good to see you, Sean. And then I fuck you. I was perfectly satisfied with the first three episodes of MILF Manor. Dylan, it surpassed my expectations and beyond. Uh, I, ne I never have that issue. I just love the big, massive... Oh. We know you're a size queen, Sean. <laughs> Look, just because I recently learned what that means does not mean that you can use it against me. I'm a big boy who likes big dicks. <laughs>